Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends, Rugby League Social Club, a podcast here to convince you that social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people. And all your supporters turning up, thank you very much, yeah brah! We like to start the show with some gratitude. Thanks to anyone who has ever given us a rating. You're awesome. If you haven't, feel free to do so. If you have, you can always do another one. Big shout out also to Statue Guy, who got a, got to us on Apple Podcast, gave us a rating there. Cheeky five stars. Thank you very much, Statue Guy. And his uh, review is titled "Great Listen for League Fans." What a great idea! His quote. His review says, "Reviewing the best of the socials and spreading the good word. Good areas spreading that hilarity, and I love it. Cheers, brother. Well, no, cheers to you, sir. What lovely things to say." You can also get involved. Just do it through your favourite socials. It takes a community to make a podcast, fam. Get involved. What a day for him. He's come here with nothing in his pocket and he's gone home with twice as much. Love League dedication time. LLDs are brought to you by at Footy Smiles. This account is on all the socials and was created by legend at Jamie underscore B. It's all about putting a spotlight on positive rugby league stories. So big love, Footy Smiles. LLDs is everyone's chance to nominate a special someone in their lives. Could be a player, coach, team, referee, social media account, anyone you think deserves some love. And we are going to start by giving some love to a charity in the world of rugby league each week. Big love to the Titans together. Gold Coast Titans uh, are not a football club with a community program. They are a community club that runs a football team. They say we are committed and dedicated to on-field success to create a football team for a region to be proud of, that the children of our community aspire to represent. But our overriding vision remains creating a better life for the people of our community, uniting, influencing and inspiring through innovation and success across all elements of the business. This is what it means to be Titans together. Now, if you're interested in more of this uh, charity work, get around their uh, website, which is in the show notes, uh, and it's fantastic. Now, moving on. So, different LLD to normal. Often we have Goddamn Gunn again hitting us up with some gutho love, but whew, just trying to compose myself because we had some big time love happen this week. Here's a tweet at Sprouty1991. She tweeted, still the number one Twitter couple wink emoji, 12th09 ring emoji, and it's a photo of her. And, and Wally Frogmore looking both so happy together. Uh, I got around Sprouty. Obviously, Sprouty is a long-time sports best friendian, friend of the podcast, and so wanted to get the backstory. So they found that they met each other back on Twitter in 2015, had a bunch of mutual NRL followers, and met through a thread on Twitter, uh, and pretty much started talking every day not long after that. They officially started dating, though, in 2019 when uh, Wally Frogmore moved to Melbourne uh, in Feb 2020. Oh, sorry, he moved in, in Feb 2020 this year and they got engaged last weekend. So exciting. Um, well, the, I asked her, of course, who, who is their imaginary child going to follow? Because I always, you know, you know me, I always jump to how we can keep brainwashing everyone. She said unsurprisingly they've discussed it as a couple it's good to get that out of the way before you marry them uh and although she thinks it's cruel the baby would probably support the dragons like wally frogmore um but 
it would follow St Kilda in the AFL, which I'm assuming is Sprouty's team. What a story. What an LLD. Doesn't matter who you follow, as long as you marry the right people from social media. Love you, Sprouty. It will be unbelievable, and I think it... It probably will be a dream that we're chasing, and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T. For new listeners, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of rugby league. I love refereeing it and coaching it. I love reading about it and talking about it. When I'm not boring my patient wife and son with it, I'm on the socials emerging in it. And I'm very much spending my spare time listening to podcasts about it. So this week, I would like to feature one. This week, I'd like to give a podcast shout-out to Hypothetic RL. According to Apple Podcasts, they started in 2020. They've had five five-star ratings. And their little spiel is this podcast looks at events in the history of rugby league. It says, I'm not a rugby league historian. There are many historians of the game that do that so well. And I'm not trying to emulate that. It says, what I am trying to do is have a little fun with history. In each episode, I will look at a particular event in the history of the game and examine the what-ifs and could-have-beens. This is from David Hunter. It's a fantastic podcast, and I can already tell you that he's given us the 89 Grand Final and the 2010 Grand Final Tigers fan. So if you're keen, go and find those ones. Um, A fantastic uh, idea, and the podcast is growing each and every week. So good luck to you, David Hunter. You're doing an excellent job. That's my view. Of course, views are my own. If you want to hear more of my ridiculous views, you can find me on Michael Carboni's podcast, Chasing Kangaroos, and the Rugby League show for kids, Little Rugby League. Speaking of Rugby League... If anybody watched a series of Rugby League games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. One set of defence. That's what the season comes down to for the Bulldogs. Wasn't even sure we still had that soundbite. Feet fans versus Oonspays, and I just played the Oonspays soundbite. At David Hunter... He tweeted, oh, the guy who just did the uh, podcast we were chatting about, do you believe in miracles at Sports VFF's hash bronco spoon? And don't you just love that the first tweet off the rank has a hash bronco spoon, although it's rabbits and bulldogs. This is a life we are living. Feet fans, Oonspays, we're still talking about the kebab store. At Gal's right fist. At Sports VFF's, if the at NRL Bulldogs win this, the at NRL Queensland Cowboys will have the largest supporter base ever next week for a game that has no repercussions on finals. Spoons soon at Brisbane Broncos, and I love how much he is adding everyone in. Score, Papakanti against it. It was 26-16. Now, that's backed up by the Canterbury Banks and Blue Tick, where the middle Oz, Ben Ellis, has tweeted the, the, the big T and said, not even the doggies Blue Tick I can't believe they won. And then the Bankstar Blue Tick has Rabbits 26, Bulldogs 16. So thanks, Ben. Great spotting. Now, some of you are thinking, T, you've been waiting so long, just like everyone else, to finally see the Broncos on the bottom of the table. You're only going to give two tweets and move on? No, no. All the best tweets were after the win, people. So here we go. At Simpsons underscore NRL. $50 says Wayne Bennett told the Rabbitohs to go out and lose to give the Broncos a wooden spoon. At Joey is Goat. Not sure I've ever seen NRL Twitter this excited and unifying that didn't involve an alleged burner account. Lols. Glad I came back for this. At UNDA hash underscore score three. Ed Cancel Creeper. I take back everything I said about South. Never kick them out again, please. Hash fuck the Broncos. Hash FTB. <laughs> 
Bodunia, out of all the natural disasters in 2020, the Brisbane Broncos are my favourite. <laughs> uh, yeah, Victoria uh, underscore. Yeah, sex is great. But, uh, sorry, sex is great and all, but have you ever watched the Bulldogs beat the Rabbitohs in Josh Jackson's 200th games to put the Broncos in last place? <laughs> At Darcy McDonald, they've done it. They've bloody done it. <laughs> Don Sunday, you coward clubs. Been beating those blokes like bum, like drums. Oh, sorry. You coward, cl- you coward clubs been beating those blokes like a drum week after week, knowing that a loss would put the Broncos last. And then here comes the oldest, most successful club to show you what selfness is all about. Excellent tweet, Don. That's rad. At Rooster7, if your team lost to both Brisbane and Canterbury in 2020, then they don't deserve to be in the finals. And that is a perfect Roosters response. Fantastic, Gamut. That was that was a night to be on Twitter, fam, and so I'm so glad that you did us all proud. Whew. Okay, Friday. And the Panthers have stolen it. I hope you're not sick of that soundbite because I think we're still going to hear some more of them. Others versus Culture Club. Wow, Penrith just dominated the entire time. And the at Melbourne Storm Blue Tick account, the Melbourne Storm Blue Tick account, tweeted congratulations to the at Penrith Panthers on making out on taking out the 2020 minor premiership. What a lovely thing to do! And they've won a bunch of them themselves, so it was a lovely thing for them to do. At Jim Jim 86 tweeted, perfect emoji hands, massive congrats to the at Pen- congrats to the at Penrith Panthers on winning the minor premiership. Hopefully they go all the way. Isn't that a lovely thing to say? He's been pushed on from the club. They're paying him to be in France. But he's still going to tweet something lovely like that. Score. Fat Harry Lazy gets it. He said it was 32-12. to 12. That was backed up by the Panthers' blue tick account that said full-time the Panthers cruised to a historic victory in Townsville. Cruise they did. Later that night. Banquist Stadium blue and gold everywhere. Salah versus the kebab stores. It was always going to go this way, but it was great to watch. At Budunia wrote Mitch Moses. Should definitely refer to his girlfriend as the better half. <laughs> and then he hashed the hash Brock Na- Bronx Nation like as a Broncos fan. I love the chameleon nature of you, Budonia. They're constantly turning up somebody else's team just to poke them. At former underscore legend tweeted, does anyone know what a grade three duty of care is worth at the judiciary? And then at one tiger tweeted, I'd like to see what section duty of care appears in the NRL rule book. At Big T, do you have the do you have a copy handy? Look, you know I've always got it on me, sir. I've always got it, I've I've actually got a uh, PDF on my iPad. Not even joking. I encourage you to do the same, and I have a real life one in my referees bag as well. I will point out, of course, when I it's not a rule book, sir. It's a set of laws, and then the NRL has its own book of interpretation of said laws. Yeah, the duty of care that was a weird one from Perinara. I mean, referees do have a duty of care over players, but that's not a penalty. So I, I don't know. I don't know if if Perinara got in his ear, it's a duty of care penalty, and he didn't hear the full stop, and so just said duty of care penalty. Um, but it was a weird one. But really the only highlight of that game score, goddamn Gunton again gets it. was 26-12, to 12 and it was blacked up with the NRL blue tick account that said top four confirmed. And Reese Marnie looking super G'd on top of a pile of blokes. Saturday. <laughs> consecutive weeks from the Gold Coast. Flap City versus Shitans and... What if you're big, you got to play big. Yes, Mario, it was a game of the round and what a game it was at Incognito. The uh, podcast legend from This Week in League tweeted, Daily, 
Ten, ten, oh, I shouldn't have read it. Tenalia, no. Taniella, didn't read it, nailed it. And I can't believe I'm fucking saying this. Brad, and I just want to point out that Incognito put that bracket in, not me. Help yourselves to a zuba duper from the freezer. Everyone else, leave. Yeah, they, um, oofed. Not looking good. Mario, I'm so sorry, dude. Can't wait to hear the drunk tweet, uh, sorry, the drunk episode of This Week in League where you've come on. You've been an anti-Des uh, for longer than most of the fan base and it looks like you're finally, everyone else is finally coming around on you, dude. So in a nice way. So, I mean, would you rather be right or would you rather be winning? I guess you'd probably say winning. At GC underscore Anthony, an excellent Twitter account for a Titans fan. Get around him if you're looking for some Titans love. He tweeted, God, I love this team. So proud of these guys in the last few months. And Tina97, who's also a great account, said, Honestly, so happy for you guys are on the up. Amazing what a new coach and fresh start can do too. How good was um, the Corey Hotline in this as well? Oh, so good to see him going from strength to strength. But it's really all about their Brimson explosion at the moment. Taylor had a good game, which helps. But, but Brimson, oof, score. Yeah, Mario gets it. It was 42 to 24. Good on your Titans. Far out. I was backed up with the, uh, the Seagulls blue tick account that just said, women in league round full time. 42-24. Yeah, that's, that's bare minimum, but it's not... Sorry, that's not bare minimum. That's close to bare minimum. You're going to hear the worst uh, of a losing tweet soon. But we'll move on. Later that night. Now, the trophy is going to Victoria. Camburglers versus your mighty West Tigers. Camburglers couldn't be a better name for them considering he stole what was the most ridiculous try I've ever seen in my life. Definitely not an incorrect decision. Um, but just an absolute comedy of errors to to steal a try, literally steal a try, which um, we'll talk about in just a sec. But at Jason NRL tweeted, Bellamy flicking Smith the bird. He's an iconic NRL moment. Love it. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. So Smith scores one of the weirdest tries you're ever going to see where uh, they're playing the ball. Luciana Leilua falls over into it and pushes the ball out of the out of the uh, ruck. It looks like Smith drops it on in real time. He knows he hasn't, so he just toes it on. They're only a meter out from the try line, so it just goes into the in goal. No one's really chasing because it looks like an absolute dog's breakfast, but he puts it down and says, check it, and check it. He was right. So just craziness. Uh, that put him above Bellamy for the most amount of uh, tries, which is why everyone was loving it in the Melbourne Storm team, and Bellamy was flicking him off. At former underscore legend tweeted, you can uh, you can see why Cameron Smith is thinking about retirement. Hash old leg, hash passenger, hash dead weight. I mean, he is he was so good in this game. He's been so good all year. It's hectic. Score, one-eyed tiger gets it. It's 50 to 22. That was backed up by the MoFo Storm fan, who gets two points. Congratulations, sir. He's tweeted, at SportsBFFs, at the biggest tiger, just to make sure that I couldn't possibly miss it. I kind of don't want to put this up because you're a really nice guy, but I never said I was a nice guy. <laughs> Great win. And finally got to see C. Smith overtake C. Bellamy's try-scoring record. Bellamy did go out and say it took it took um, Cameron Smith over 400 games to break it, where it only took uh, Bellamy 149, but <laughs> I guess that's statistical semantics. Now, 
uh, and it was backed up 50 to 22. At West Life Pod tweeted, the West Tigers have conceded 50 for the first time this season, thus meaning they won't win the 2020 NRL Premiership. That was the best one put. I did retweet everyone I read, which was about 11. Um, and if you're a big Roy HG fan, you'd know that 11ists are real. Uh, but yes, that was, that was definitely the best worded one. Uh, so great job, V8 Tiger. And the last game of that night. Yes, that's that soundbite again. And yes, that means that the top four all won this weekend, making it even harder for Canberra to try and crack its way in. Chicken Chow versus Old Gill and Goey is, sorry, Joey is Goat has tweeted, Hold your heads high, Sharks. You kept the Roosters out a few minutes longer than the Knights managed. <laughs> this Roosters side is fucking unfair. Now, everyone's going to wax lyrical about how many players they had on the sideline, but they did cut to it at one stage and you had... Easily the best rugby league player in the world on the bench. And Boyd Cordner, who's one of the best captains we have at the moment uh, in rugby league. And, and you know, it's just incredible that they could still win so convincingly uh, with so much talent still to come back for the finals. In fact, at ninth underscore R underscore us tweeted, Sydney Globetrotters. That's exactly what they look like. They're incredible to watch. So much flair. Um, just sexy football. That's exactly what it is. Speaking of sexy, at Mr. Barjas tweeted, Sean Johnson, who unfortunately um, got struck down in this game with a horrible injury. My heart goes out to him and his family and the Sharks team and, and fans. But he said, Sean Johnson, just struck me that could be another term for what we've, sorry, just struck me that that could be another term for when you've manscaped around your old boy. More news to come as it comes to hand. Sean Johnson. It is phenomenal. Score, Amy Brown gets it. 34-18. It was backed up with a Sharks blue ticket account that just wrote, Roosters take home the two points. Hash up, up. At Roosters Jams tweeted, NRL fullback power rankings. Number one, James Tedesco. Number two, Joey Manu. <laughs> Who's their centre most of the time? But was playing fullback in this game. Number three, Roger Tuovasicek. Number four, Tommy Travoyevich's ghosts. <laughs> Tom Travoyevich's ghost. And five, Billy Slater still. Excellent list, James. Well done. Sunday. <laughs> Clap versus Foo Fighters. And at Chris Ando, five tweeted, a decent win considering we lost George Williams early on in the game, but there is still improvement needed if we had to go deep into the finals. That's it. Perfectly summated. I really wanted to see the Warriors win as long as it had no bearing on the Raiders' finals chances. But I, I am obviously a, a partial to the green milk. So I'm happy to see them win because I, I'm, I can see now there's a bigger picture into the finals. Warriors can't get there. But Warriors have just been so fantastic all this season. I would have loved to have seen them jag a win. Anyway, score. Jamie B gets it. The most beautiful Canberra dad you've ever met. Get around to that human on Twitter. He said it was 26-14. That was backed up by the Vodafone Warriors blue ticket account. It said Raiders extend halftime lead to take the win 26-14. Now, don't you just love that they are still quite eloquent in their tweets of uh, losses. They've been losing for a lot of the season. They're still being lovely about it. Love those people. And it's all building up to this last one. Last game of Sunday. Doing it for Newcastle. Strawberry Tractors versus Commies. And uh, this this could have gone either way. I think the Knights were there to be to be beaten, but 
the dragons just don't have the same like effort levels that the tigers that who are who are losing a lot this year but at least are showing in the back end of games dragons just don't have it and dragons fans are beautifully eloquently uh descriptively explaining their pain and frustration on twitter so although some of it i feel like is 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 too much there are some excellent accounts that are, that are tweeting it beautifully at steel underscore sports albi Tellarico, one of the best names in rugby league also has a great podcast I think we've already shouted out the uh, front office. But get around Albie. He's tweeted straight at the NRL Dragons. So I already love that. If this is the best we've got with this amount of rep players and experience, this is a disgrace. No pride, no passion, no passion. The NZ Warriors play with both of those. And purpose, they might have, but they have a go. Well said, sir. And at Shan Maho who is, uh, name is the peanut gallery, tweeted, Newcastle is fucking me in the ass without even the courtesy of using lube. Which is a great tweet, particularly since she was watching the game with her super best friend, Beck Pristwidge. Beck, I'm so sorry if I've read that wrong. But they're both at the game together, did an excellent photo of the two of them. And Beck, of course, responded to her saying, I offered you some hand sanitizer. <laughs> Score. Giannis underscore Mateus gets it. He said it was 42-18. That was backed up by the St. George Illawarra Dragons blue tick account that tweeted, wait for it, FT. And their obligatory tweets, uh, sorry, hashtags. FT, not even full time. FT, 42-18. That is bare minimum. I mean, they gave it a full stop. The Wowment Tweet of the Week is brought to you by Chasing Kangaroos Podcast. Each week, Michael Carboni makes me say wow with his facts and interviews about the growth of rugby league. Give it a listen and subscribe on the socials. Congratulations to Mr. Ambarjas with his great Sean Johnson tweet. Uh, some absolute pearlers this week, Bargy, so you should be super proud of yourself getting up over those bunch. You've gone one tweet closer to being named the Sports Best Tweeter of the Year the 2020 champion. So congratulations, sir. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? Well, enjoy your sport for another week. Get around great people on the socials like at Simone Thomas. Uh, they do excellent graphic design work for sports things based up in Brisbane. Uh, but yeah, get around them and join us again next week for more Rugby League chat. And we'll talk to you then. Sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous.